Welcome back to the Jazz Presents Mad Mondays. Mad Mondays, Nagy, episode three. Can you believe it? No, I can't. I can barely. Why are people still listening? I don't know. They keep tuning in. <laughs> and God bless them for it. And we love them all the we same. We love you so much for it, fans, for putting up with our drivel. Thank you. <laughs> now, Liam, as uh, you know, the Jazz Presents, we like to do things in the off-season. And, um, well, we've got nothing else to do. Nothing so else to do. We have to do it in the off-season. It's purely we have... It's, it's part the- of our community service commitment. <laughs> yeah. It's this, or we're just at home talking on the phone, doing the very same thing. Yeah. So, but we can't have a Mad Monday without celebrating something this week for Mad Monday. So what Absolutely. are we... Absolutely. Now, this week we're celebrating... Now, this was a big one, guys, in history. Uh, if you go to Russia, which I imagine some I've, of you out there would be looking to do. I've never been. Can never been? No. Well, if you were to be in Russia on this particular day, mm. you would be celebrating the uh, October Revolution. Today is the celebration day for the October Revolution. Yeah. Uh, of course, 1917, the uh, the proletariat rose up, overthrew the uh, the Tsar, yeah, Tsar Nicholas, the the royalty, the royalty, yeah, ended hundreds of years of uh, oppressive rule by the Tsars. Thank God for that. Now they're into another new hundred years of of different oppression. I guess I feel like yeah, Russia's just this constant stream of being oppressed. Yes. Such a big place. It's a large place, but I feel like it'd be very sad to live there. Because I always like thought like because you know how Australia's quite big. Right, it's a bit large. But if you went from Sydney to Perth, uh, and the, it would pretty much be the same. You're talking to the same people-ish, like you know, like and it's like the same language used, and there's not really an accent. There's people always talk about the Adelaide accent, but it's pretty faint. Really, it is. Like, it sounds a bit wanky, though. It's that broad accent, faintly uh, wanky. Broad? No, what is it called? Now it's more refined. It's more refined it, accent. Refined. Yeah. yeah, and it's a little yeah. bit British. But well, they like say it, dance. But it's yeah, it's a fucking dance. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you might go like an hour in west. And then you hear like a, bit, a little bit more of that, that the broader act, you know, mm. that, that kind of like, and, you, and when you go to these places, it's always funny, like I find myself doing it, um, that when, I, when I'm in sort of in the deeper, like, you know, if I, if I happen to be going to, I don't know, Inverell, no, uh, like somewhere, if I find myself in there, suddenly I'm the most Australian bloke you could find. Like, I'm like... Well, I've noticed that as well when you go overseas, mm. because uh, obviously we've got a bit of a reputation overseas, the Australians. So yeah. in my trips overseas, I notice... When I get there, it's like everything. Oh, good day, mate. How are yeah. I? Yeah, and you really throw it out, and you talk about surf. Like I've never surfed a day in my life, <laughs> right? But it's but I'll talk about surfing. Like, That's it. I've never paid attention to the V eights, yeah. and yet I still found myself discussing which was better, Ford or Holden. It's like when you when you go in, like you go in west, and then they talk about like because you live on the coast, you must love to fish. Because they all love to fish out west for some reason, because they can't have it. You no, see? it's a rare, yeah. And because we're surrounded by an ocean, they think, well, you must love to fish. And then I'm I, sick of them. But I, the, the only fishing I ever did when I was when I was twelve. But I <laughs> hang on to that sort of like thing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, get to this spot, get a couple of whiting, you know, and uh, <laughs> you know, and then they'll be like, oh, good size. You're like, oh, not good, not good enough to keep. <laughs> Went out with Uncle Rex, me, yeah. uh, me dear Uncle Rex Hunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good, good friend of the good show. Good friend of the show, avid it's- listener. Avid but listener it's, of the show. It's, do you reckon in Russia that if you go from one side to the other side, they're pretty much the same people? Well, no, it spans two continents. Yeah, it's a big place. It takes up a part of Europe. It takes up a part of Asia. You would, you'd be like meeting an alien. Yeah, yeah. There's places in Russia so cold mm. that the birds freeze while they're flying. <laughs> Dead said, in Siberia, there's a particular town that's known for birds freezing mid-flight and collapsing to the ground. I'd, a frozen carcass of a flying bird. Just, just like in the mid, mid-air. Mid-flight, mid-air. They just Just freeze. hit the cold point and then drop. Yeah, because there's a couple of months of the year where it's like 40, 50 degrees below zero. I did see Celsius. One, I think on like... Um I think it was like 60 minutes or something they had a thing and they went to Siberia purely just to talk about how cold it is and they dipped uh, oh, like a, a tea towel into water mm-hmm. and they span it above their head and then that that became like a solid 
Uh, or like an object, like a ob- weapon, like a sword. Yeah, it became a weapon. Yeah, well, it's such an amazing place because mm. Australia pretty much has two sort of things. It's like hot or hot and a bit wet. Like hot and, that, and a bit wet, and that's about it. And then or get, hot and we also get hot and very wet. Yeah, but even the cold when people are like, oh, you know, it got below ten today, and it's like that's that, not, really, that's not it's very cold. It's jacket weather, like, mm. and that's about it. But it's amazing that you can have such a big place and it's all pretty much the same. And that's why I love it. That's why that's why I adore it. And that's the why greatest I, country on earth, Australia. Uh, that's why I continued to live here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, the crippling financial situation that would lead to you not being able to afford to move out of the country anywhere else. Yeah, that's <laughs> or even move. also. And now, what other country would have us? That's true. What, what it, country would, by you know their own will, let us into well, their country? Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people like, and we're talking, you know, without getting too political, Liam. Oh, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but like, there's always this thing of like, yeah, <laughs> just should we like political? <laughs> Politics warning, <laughs> but um, it's like it's all the thing of like people coming to the country and it's like oh, I don't I don't want them living here, but it's also the freedom. Like if I said I wanted to move to Korea, um, South, uh, like of course. Or, or North, or no. North. But it's that thing of like that you should feel the right to be able to do that. I don't know why that is. Like I had an interesting experience about this when I was living in Canada. Now we all know that cabbies yeah. around the world, cabbies the world round, are not known for their very progressive views on immigration. Yeah. Um, so I got in the back of a cab in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, yeah. um, and I was a bit intoxicated. Yes, be that as it may. Yeah, but you have to be if you're in a cab. If you you're not, have to if be. you're not intoxicated, you're driving. Like, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, this cabbie, he says, "Oh, you know, where are you from, there, bud?" And I was like, "I'm from Australia." He said, "Oh, yeah, what are you doing here, there, bud?" He says a little bit like a farmer and or a pirate. Like, well, it's Nova Scotia. <laughs> Most of my farmers and lots of the farmers used to be pirates. pirates. <laughs> and so he said, "Hey, well, what are you doing here, bud?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, I've come over here. I've got a job. I've met a girl. It's wonderful. I love it." He said, "Oh, that's good, there, bud. You're doing real good there. Yeah, you know, you're loving it here. That's awesome, bud. We love to have you here. We love like, to yeah, have it's you. good to be here." And he said. Yeah, not like those goddamn immigrants. And I was like, <laughs> sorry, Biggie Pardon. He goes, oh, mate, they're just coming in there, you know, they're taking the jobs there by. They're taking the jobs and they're just, you know, getting our women out of here and taking the jobs and just yeah. they're not paying taxes. And I was sitting in the back kind of thinking, well, I don't want him to kick me out of the cab. No. So I have to agree. However, it's a funny. It's I've a- just fil- fulfilled every criteria he has yeah. for this group of people he you're, hates so much. You're taking their jobs. And yet, mere moments ago, yeah. he was congratulating me for doing this. Because you're taking their jobs, their women, yeah, and their, quite literally. their money. I didn't and- pay a dime in tax. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think, yeah. But it's a strange relationship you have when you're in a car with someone. Like, in an Uber, this is a new thing. And there's also a different relationship you have with Uber drivers than you have with cabbies. Because you get in the cabbie, uh, you know, at the end of the night, you're coming home from Beaumont Street. You're like, you, know, you hop in at the front of the Kent <laughs> with a kebab that you're trying to hide from him. And you say, like, and there's always that same conversation of, you've you been busy, mate. Like, and it's always, that's another ocker time that you really... P- been p- busy, mate? You really, like, you know, you, you could, like, leave your friends and be like, see you, darlings, love you, love you to bits, bye-bye, you get it, and you hey, gun, chief, you will. <laughs> yeah, g'day. Paul, alright, and then like, and then then you have that conversation. Unless they're obviously from like a, another part of the world, and then you have to suss out like, you know, you've been watching the cricket, like you know. Actually, well, yeah, to that end, I love when I'm drunk. I don't know much about cricket, but yeah. when I've had a few beers, I'm getting a cab home. Mm. For some reason, as soon as I get an Indian driver or a, a Pakistani driver, Bangladeshi driver, yeah. I don't know much about cricket, but I just launch into cricket. Straight I'm in. like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from India. Oh, which part? Yeah. Who's your team in the 2020? 
What's what's happening in the test? What's happening? Yeah, but it's funny because they're probably going back to India, going these Australians love cricket. Like yeah. really, like it's we all, don't know a thing about it. <laughs> it's on the perimeter of our mind, but like <laughs> that's all they talk to Australians about because they're like cricket, great. But you have this different like relationship now with Uber drivers because Uber drivers are like they seem like the people's drivers. If you know what I mean, like they don't have any sort of registration. And it's just like you get into like a weird friend's, just a mate's car, a mate's yeah. car, and then you sort of like and you want to find out more about their life. You never ask like a cab driver, so how'd you get into cab driving? But you'll happily ask, so why are you driving an Uber? And this is like this rich story that follows like, like oh, well, you know, I, I, was, I grew up in Wollongong and I broke up with my wife and now I'm I'm living with a prostitute in, in, <laughs> you know, in Hamilton and I decided to, you know, make ends meet. And it's like, it's, it's, I don't, it's just this divide. But they're doing the exact same job. It's the same job, yeah. but in a different format. Do you know, uh, the, the, the thing that Uber really has going for it the really like pinnacle thing is that it's like the Facebook top friends. It's the star rating that oh, you receive 4. as well. 4.93, baby. Four, I'm, I'm in the 4.9s too, but yep. I realized uh, that I had dropped because I didn't realize you could check your star rating. And then I looked at mine <laughs> and saw that I'd dropped down to four point like six five or something like that, Ooh. and I was like, I was like, you cannot get one of those without a low rating. Like it's mm. it's bringing you down. Well, that's I'd love to be able to go through and find out who gave me a low rating, mm. not for any sort of vengeance or I don't want to wreak havoc upon them. I would love to make amends. I'd love to go to them and say, look, give me another ride. Let me try again. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll converse more. I'll in saying that I I don't generally like conversing in the car because yeah. I'm a bit of a hermit. Yes. But it's like, you know what, if I get my rating up, I want to, I'll, I'll talk more, I'll, I'll bring some sweets, I don't know. I don't know, it's something, because they want their rating up, obviously, because that's their job, but for as a customer, like whether it's 4.6 or 4.9, that shouldn't make any difference. But but it's really it something... It makes a difference to the heart. To the heart. <laughs> yeah. To the ego. To your psyche, that you're really trying to work, that you want these strangers to like you. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know, especially for people like myself, very insecure people. I want every stranger to like me. <laughs> Tremendously it's insecure. I have to. It's it's and it's like I always think I was like what did I do what did I do to this guy to, to bump me down to possibly give me a three star rating out of all the all Nagy, the having I've had. been with you after the Ken a number of times <laughs> I can think of many things that you would have done to drop your star rating I can just mention this guy he's like he kept talking about cricket like in his life it's like, <laughs> I kept asking where he lived and he kept wanting to talk about Sachin Tanduka I'm not even Indian like, like or that. you get the white Uber driver he bloody loved immigrants. <laughs> He was saying, oh, they let them all in. Oh, no, two stars, nothing. <laughs> it's a weird sort of political yeah. minefield that when you hop into a cab with a stranger. Oh, absolutely. I mean, politics, the- right? <laughs> no, you're not allowed to touch that anymore. That was my <laughs> weekly allowance. <laughs> yeah, I've used it up. One reach across. One glocken. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also this, um, it's like... Uh, it's a strange thing, sort of thing to find someone. Um, you know, Uber driving, you think, okay, I could become an Uber driver. But then there's like, you never really thought like, oh, I'd really like to become a cabbie. Because like, you know, if you're a bit short of work one week, you're like, well, all these people are Uber driving. And, oh, maybe, I'll, oh, maybe I'll just zip around town, start when I want, be my own boss. And it's got that really nice feel to it. But but it's probably never something that people wanted, like, it wanted to do from a young age. Can you remember what you wanted to do, Liam, from, from a young age? Like- Absolutely. I wanted to be an ABC anchor. Yeah. Uh, following in the footsteps of the great uh, Richard Moorcroft. Let's face it. The chemistry that Richard Moorcroft and Mike Bailey had as an anchor and weatherman on the ABC News for about 20 oh, years was unbelievable. It was... I, I grew up in front of the ABC News. Seven o'clock, yeah. ABC. I was watching it for about two or three years old. And we, yeah. we'd go to school and the kid, they'd be like, what do you want to be when you grow it's up? It, Some it, kid's like, I want to be Spider-Man. The other idiot's like, I want to be a fire truck. I'm yeah. like, you can't be either of those, you idiots. 
I want to be an ABC News anchor. Well, that's I think because it used I didn't have many friends. Because <laughs> it used to follow on from the ABC Kids afternoon scheduling. You know I what didn't I mean? care for the ABC Kids. No, this was but before you, ABC Kids. No, but you're three. Surely you wouldn't realize. They had I realized they had like they had kids like appropriate shows, and it would have just rolled into. And it like such a bawling tune too. Honestly, Richard Moorcroft is the greatest newsreader this country has ever seen. seen yeah. Went on uh, to achieve a bit more light-hearted fame, hosting Letters and Numbers. I also really wanted to go on Letters and Numbers. Yeah. I just love Richard Moorcroft. He's a really good guy. Oh, he's a great guy. He just seems like someone that you've had in your home a lot. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't seem to age much either. No, he was... You like, know, he looked 50 when I was four. Yeah, and then still now looks about 50 Yeah, which is strange because he must be going on 100. Might have the old boot polish in the hair. Oh, um, oh yeah. That's a slang term. Mum ran into Mike <laughs> Bailey in the uh, elevator at work the other day. Which one's Mike Bailey? He was the, the weatherman for ABC. On ABC? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one For about one 20 is. years. Mike Bailey. He, okay, so he I, kind I, of has that face where you wouldn't recognise him. I can remember another weatherman with Bailey, uh, Tim Bailey. It, could you have a, a more uh, like aggressive coke addict on television? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. Mike Bailey was about the polar opposite of Tim Bailey. As far as weathermen go, they're not in the same league. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mike Bailey. Uh, Tim Bailey, I'd call. He's a pop weatherman. He's a pop weatherman. He's a pop weatherman. He's not serious about the weather. Mike Bailey was all weather all the time. He's like, he'd be like. It was brilliant. He'd be like, all right, here we are in, you know, Wilson Craft. We've got the People's Choir. Give us a song. Ah! He'd be like, all right, we got some rain coming, but give us another song. All right, guys, Tim <laughs> Bailey out. And then he's like. Oh, like he's, he, he even renamed the barometer Bailey's barometer. You cannot rename a barometer that you didn't that invent. That is a centuries-old invention. Yeah. You can't just go slapping your name on it. He, he was absolutely insane, and like, and still is. Mm. Is he still on television? I hope so. Otherwise, he's got nothing to do. <laughs> he's a guy that has aged terribly. He's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he I hasn't been kind. To he him. skipped from thirty to fifty. There was no forty for him. He just went from like looking like a quite a young guy that was quite a, like like and then then he skipped forties and went like he looks like an old guy trying to really hold on to his age. But well, I, tell you I what that feel is, like there may have been some botched work. Yeah, yeah, contributing to that. Probably reconstructing the upper nasal. I don't know if he did cocaine. I just feel like that he's like the kind of guy that would do copious amounts. As far of as cocaine. I'm concerned, everyone on television does cocaine regularly. But he's just he was out, he was like the the guy out in the street. You know, he wasn't like the guy with the map. You know what he I mean? Was the like, man on the street, weatherman. He, he was the man with which the. Which I people. didn't like. No, no. Bring it back to the. If studio. you're weatherman, you'd be in the studio studying your charts and such. So, uh, you know, yeah, Mike Who Bailey, big fan. And Tim avid, Bailey, Tim Bailey, not so <laughs> much. Uh, Mike and Richard, of course, avid listeners of the show. Obviously, love they the show. love it. Yeah. Um, but like, who was the who was the guy that uh, used to be on NBN before? Um, I can't remember either of his name now. Gavin Morris. There's Gavin Morris, but before, before Gavin, Gavin Morris, there was another guy. Right, no, I've forgotten. Him, yeah, I've yeah, lost him anyway. Right. He was I don't know, young, young, young field. Uh, Gary. Gary Youngberry. Gary Youngberry. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. The young bit. Hey, for some reason, I liked him, and I remember we lost. Oh, the youngers was great. We lost him to uh, Gold Coast Station at the same time that we lost. Uh, chief from the footy show. I remember it was in the same paper. And what I was a like, bad time for Newcastle. And it was a bad time for Channel 9. I was like, that, I was like, it's falling to bits. And I was, I was like, two, yeah, Newcastle like statesmen that, <laughs> that have just moved on. You know? That, that are, <laughs> because, I don't know, that was all I did all the time was watch the weather and watch the footy show, apparently. The two things I cared about. Well, the funny thing is, current NBN news reporter Nat Jeffries can uh, regularly be seen at the Lass. Mm. And if you mention that you love his work, 
He's more than happy to have a beer and a game of pool with you. That is what a sports reporter should be. He's probably terribly... You see him at the pub. You say, hey, mate, I love your work. Yeah. And he says, let me buy you a beer. Let's play pool and have a chat. Nat Young... He wants strangers <laughs> to like him, just as you do with Uber drivers. I associate with him. Yes. We, we, uh, yeah, because I remember seeing him at the last and I was like, that's a sports reporter. Yeah. Getting out amongst the people, sharing some beers with them, playing some snooker. Do you remember a time when you realised your dream of becoming the ABC anchor? Uh, is gone and you can't do it anymore or you feel like you're like oh okay you're like that's the moment you're like wait uh, that's gone yeah <laughs> shit <laughs> it's, well, it's why like, are we doing this it's, it's a hard road back Liam is what it's I'm a trying hard to say. road but back. like because you know this that question dries up you get it when you're like you know four eight twelve and then sixteen it's like no no but seriously what are you doing with your life then you know what I mean like 24 25 what are you doing what with are you your doing? goddamn life quit talking about the A B fucking C like you know like, <laughs> like you gotta talk reality you're becoming a builder or joining the army <laughs> sorry I heard reality I'm going on the block <laughs> yeah. so that's my new dream going on the block go on the block no I'm not much of a not one for manual labour. I'm not one for the host. Who's the host? Uh, Scott. Uh, Scott Cam. Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he's not a very nice man. Scott really? Cam. But well, I heard it from one person, which I believe immediately. This is what happens with celebrities. You, you got a you got a well known celebrity, right? <laughs> and then was it Jamie Jury who told you that? Yeah, quite. <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly. When you were on Backyard Blitz. Yeah, and I was like that bastard, Scotty Cam. Um, the. <laughs> That you get like you can watch him for hours, and you can watch all these interactions. He looks like a lovely person. You have one person you go, oh, I saw him, you know, at the bar. Ruins and, I, and and they said, "Piss off, mate! You're being a clown." And you're like, "Oh, he must be a wanker!" <laughs> like, and that's it. That's they're like they're crossed out of history in your life. But it's, from one indiscretion, from one indiscretion, that and you believe the stranger or like the person you barely know, the man oh, in the street. Yeah, you, you believe be- the man in the street, and you think, well, I, I can th- I can see no other possibility than that. He yeah. is obviously a wanker, and the fame has gone to his head. And he used to be that that tradesman that everyone loved to have around, and he'd, you know, he would do some tiling, and he'd make you, make you a cuppa. You know what I mean? And like, he'd bring the beers, and he'd bring the he'd beers. He'd do the tiling, but he would also supply the beers. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and they'll probably be sponsors of the show. Like, they'll be extra dry. Isn't extra dry a terrible beer, by the way? <laughs> it's woeful. I don't know how it's still be made. It's awful. Well, I know that uh, Jeff Beavis was keeping it in uh, in business for a while because that back <laughs> fridge in the garage at Jeffo's house <laughs> yeah. that was never short of a ted or two. It's a dad's beer. It really is a dad's beer. Like, you know, it's like and particularly I Elliot's dad. <laughs> yeah. Also, cheers, Jeffo. Yeah, man was wonderful. Let me live on his couch for a couple of weeks. God bless that I sweet used, man. I remember I came around a few times when you were living there. That yeah. was great. Yeah, Elliot yeah. didn't even live there. <laughs> yeah. I just said to Jeff, oh, can I live at your house for a bit? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, great. Well, I remember when I was coming back from the Gold Coast, actually, Elliot offered me to stay at his house uh, too. And I was like, this is tremendous because I had nowhere to live. But I found somewhere to live. I live with Kelly Wilson. God bless Jeff Beavis. And then Elliot and moved God in with us. God forbid Kelly Wilson. Yes. No, no, no. No, no. we love Kelly Wilson. Well, great contributor to the show. He is. He does like it. And he, <laughs> that's, that's probably the most positive thing I can say about Kelly. No, no, no. I love him to bits. Uh, <laughs> been <a> bit. <laughs> Liam, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back for the second half of Mad Mondays. Multiple pennies. Welcome back to the second half of Mad Mondays, episode three. Liam, thank you so much for joining us. And Liam, I've noticed, as you often do, I'm just going to let everyone in. To a bit of, uh, I know it's exciting. Welcome it's like, to our world, Justers. It's an exciting part of the world that uh, that you often cook for for Liam, for, for Liam and I. No, I don't refer to you in the third person. For Elliot and I, um, when gladly we, when we do these things, and you're such a good cook. Thank you. But see, like someone like myself, not such a good cook, uh, and 
we'll go back to the staples straight away. Of milk. Like spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> like, Mostly milk. Maggie a, drinks a lot of milk. A lot of milk. A lot of milk. But yeah. it's now a thing. I've noticed it's now a thing in, in like, now you can't cook a delicious meal. Um, in, like, in, for, for anyone. You can cook it for yourself. But you're not cooking it just for yourself because you take a photo of it and you now share it with everyone you've ever met in your life. You're cooking for the world. You are cooking for the world. And this is the same thing that everyone's sort of uh, like bouncing back at you. Look at the delicious food that I'm cooking. Mm. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like you only get, and it's like, look at all the delicious food that I'm preparing for the week. And you're like, my God, he's eating poached chicken and broccoli dry with rice. Brown. You know what they don't show you, Nagy? What, they actually? don't show you the cheese on toast with barbecue sauce, salt and pepper at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. No one is putting that on Instagram. No. No one Instagrams the 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 drinking of the last bit, bit of the chips in your own bed. Like, oh, you I gotta love drinking the chip crumbs. <laughs> like, you know what I'm drinking? Like you know, you really like you like because like especially Pringles because you can't get your hand yeah. down there. I I don't know the bastards that designed that to make the tube just <laughs> too small. To, even the how you contort your hand, you can never get like you get to the point where you're still like just trying to. Flick them into your, your grass. But now, Nagy, that also is one of the reasons I love having a beard. Because when you drink the chip crumbs, obviously some of them are going to miss. Yeah. If you're, you know, a freshly shaven fella with a young face, it hits your face. It just slides off into the bed. <laughs> I have the luxury yeah. of catching the crumbs in my beard. It's a functional beard. And to pick them out. And I eat them. It's functional hair. It's functional hair. And you might even find bits that weren't from this session. Well, no, usually I let the dogs get them. <laughs> I let the dogs get there. Because you've got two dogs here. Yeah, yeah. I let the dogs, I'll, you know, I'll lay down on the couch, have a bit of a nap, and just say, dogs, come groom me. But I've got a... That's awful. Um, I don't really do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <calling it> awful. <laughs> Very bad. But what, I, what you hear a lot about now, um, when you hear about people talking about their diet, it's an interesting thing, because there's people like us who will openly say how awful, uh, at times, our diet could be, and I think everyone's the same. There's at times, at all times, <laughs> but there's but there's you know there's times we eat well and we're not taking photos of it and showing how well we eat, we're eating. But like when you get these people on these diets, right? That they usually like you know they found themselves online. It usually uses a word that that's associated with clean, so like a lemon, and then <laughs> and then using the word cleanse. So I'm on a lemon cleanse. It's good for the kidneys. Like and it's not it's not good for the kidneys. Who like it's like I think I'm, it's the kidneys do that naturally. You don't need to eat a lemon. I'm on a wasabi cleanse. And you're like, you're like, well, I've had wasabi and it really cleaned out the nasal, so it must clean out the rest of the body. That's as what well. your liver does. You have a whole organ dedicated to yeah. only doing that. There's a system down there. Oh, just but it's stupid. But the problem that I have is the accountability, right? Because the accountability, the Maggie. accountability. That's my word of the week. Uh, Good <laughs> word. No, but the accountability of that people will have the their diet, and then the, the diet runs its course. And then they change the diet, but they can't tell everyone that they've been loving this diet so much. Like, because you're sending this like to five, six hundred people. Like, look at this, look at the chicken, look at the broccoli, and I'm not touching carbs, and I'm gluten free, and I'm, you know, I don't touch citrus because citrus is acid and all these terrible things. But then they're like, then the, after they were just like, oh, so you still on the diet? It's like, no, my body was uh, craving meat, and it's like, <laughs> and for some reason the body, like, it's not you. It's like, so you're craving meat? No, 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 my body was craving carbs. I like, didn't want it. I didn't I, want a bar, but I it was want, my body. My body was, and it wasn't responding well. No. It's like, because you're eating the same shit five nights a week, you know? Well, then, that's it. My body wants to drink six of these fucking things <laughs> and smoke a bunch of weed, but yeah. I, I react well to that. But when, like, you'd never say, like, my body is, like, you'd be saying, like, I'm, you go, like, I'm feeling really sick because of my choices. It's not like, my body isn't doing this, my body's like, you are your body. 
Take your body. Your body away. is your whole you. If that's you, the only thing that is you. If you were like just a jar with a brain watching your body, like you know, like going like, oh, my body isn't reacting well to this at all. I'm going to make some decisions. Well, that's it, Nagy. I guess that calls into question, you know, the entire concept of human consciousness. I mean, if you go back to the French mm. philosophers in the uh, in the mm. 1800s, you had the concept of uh, the pineal gland, where your consciousness is stored. Or yeah. then you have various ideas about what is consciousness. And then at the end of the day, the whole thing is. Are you just a body? That's all you are. It's like your body's a... Yeah, I'll stop. Hi, caramba! I couldn't believe where that was going. I lost you. I lost you when you started talking about... Did you ever have me? No, 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 it's true. <laughs> I still never had you. But it's uh, no, it was, it was insane what you went on. <laughs> no, but it was great. No, then that's it was what... like John Paul Sartre said, I think, therefore I am on a diet. Who? <laughs> that joke didn't really land, but that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Those are, we'll give you a round of applause anyway. Thank you. Thank you. We're here all night. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's all right. I'm really loving the buttons. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the, the, uh, it's amazing that we have such technology. The technology that we can do a things A computer with. with a screen yeah. that you just touch. I think. And it does what you want it to do. It does various things. Now, Liam, it was like talking about food and like the decisions that you make as... Oh, they're uh, all terrible. Because as an adult, and these are things that were you always um, they're always done for you when you're a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, going up, you know, you have food on the table and then you either like it or you don't like it or you eat it reluctantly and you choose. But then we have the choice to do whatever you like. It's very similar because this is like when, when you're much younger and then there's there's people around you. And when you're like, you know, in the school sort of age, you sort of just like, I'm going to continue hanging around you because you, you're a friend of mine because, you know, I like you. And if you don't like someone, you just say, I don't like you. Or you'll go, I'm not talking to Sean anymore. Like, you know, and this is, <laughs> and then you just cut them out of your life. And that's simple like that. But now we're in this um, sort of realm, I guess you could say, that um, as an adult, for want of a better word. Yeah, that's it. They really <laughs> need a better word for people like us. But, adult is not right. But you have your own friends, right? And then you've put, been put in situations often that you're meeting new people and a lot of these people you don't like right? <laughs> <laughs> but and even more of these people don't like you and like you know you get, you get introduced <laughs> to these people by your friends or like they might be like hey this is tom i work with him at the you know at the, the bank and you're like hey tom and then he'll just start talking and he's like hey you look like a guy i know and i'll tell you what <laughs> he had an ugly wife and you're like i don't like this guy already like you're like <laughs> This guy is already, a, you, but you can't say like, I don't like you, Tom. Let's cut him out of my life. You have to get, continue going, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, tell me more about this terrible story That's that you're You have with. to put up with the social mores of accepting someone and liking them. You have it for 20 years. You as an old, 20 years, you t- have a friend who you hate. You hate. You hang on to them like grim death. Like, you know, but like, I've been then, trying to stop this show for months. <laughs> you just won't fucking leave i just keep calling him <laughs> Liam we're gonna do another one <laughs> it's like he approached me at a pub and talked about my girlfriend well it, that's how we met yes we well, met throughout I didn't know who you were for months yeah, months no, and months well I remember you remember. Uh, you always remembered I my name I sold you a jacket you did sell me a jacket well not your name Nagy I knew your nom de plume nom de plume of Nagy uh, but I didn't know your actual name no, which we won't give away no no it's a special it's a special prize for that if you do know because uh, <laughs> I tell you what if you don't know it you're not really my friend and this is the kind of people <laughs> that I'm trying to get rid of in my life. Um, but like, there's this sort of thing, that there's no like acceptable social situation where you can just say, like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore, I'm going to walk away. You can politely walk away, but you find yourself, like, especially in like weddings and pubs, 
circling back around or going back to the table going, ah, oh, is this person still here? But the, my friend Seth Bose has a strategy that <laughs> that, he, that he stupidly told me that how he deals with it. And then <laughs> that he excuses himself and goes to the bathroom, <laughs> right? And goes in because he's a stall man. <laughs> so he goes into the stall. Oh, he's and a, just he's waits got a small it, penis, does Well, I don't know. He just prefers the stall, but he just waits it out. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So if it's it must wet, be a Hungarian thing. It might be. Well, to, to, well they've often been oppressed. They so. have been. Yes, they had to do a lot of their, you know, work and living in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a friend like from from Hungary. Well, actually, no, he's from Caesarea. What part of Caesarea? I don't know. I never found uh-huh. what part of Caesarea mm. was he from. I don't know. Interesting. But um, but there was uh, but like that's that's his strategy is just to leave because your bathroom's your safe haven. It's the only place you can't say I'm just gonna go sit over there for a while or I'm just gonna leave this conversation. You have to go like I have to go to the bathroom and you just stay in there for like undisclosed amount of time. But for the socially awkward of us, the yeah. invention of the smartphone has been about the greatest you know party. <laughs> Not tool, I guess. The greatest yeah. kind of party accessory ever, because yeah, if you if you don't know anyone, if you're having a particularly awkward time, you just like I got a shit. You go yeah. sit in there for forty five minutes, play well, the the Angry Bird or or what have you, watch some youth tubes. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know how it happened that people before mobile phones that you could meet anywhere at like a disclosure. Yeah. If, I, if I said I'm going to meet you at the cafe at, at twelve o'clock, and then I'm running late, I just go. Five minutes. I still have to write uh, five minutes. And you know, like, oh, he'll be here in five minutes. Or you could, at the very least, call me and go, like, where the hell are you? Well, it was like, I can't remember who it was that said it, but the classic e- example was if mobile phones had been in, you know, wide circulation at the time, yeah. Seinfeld would not have been a show no, no, at all. It's not a thing. Because every single incident in the show that just- messed things up, they just... Would be a quick text message. Oh yeah, I'm running late. Or yeah, because oh, I'm over there instead. They're in a city with 12 million people. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like so, it's like the chances of like so to meet at a certain place at a certain time. If you've run late for any particular reason, you've left the house. If you didn't have a mobile phone, you can't just call ahead. You might have to call the place. Like and just be yeah, like, call can, you, can you tell the, the guy with the beard and he's probably wearing a hat and he's probably just giggling into himself because you're not on your phone. You're just sitting there and you and you like. Can you imagine how short your patience would be that if you had nothing to entertain you and to wait for me? And then if, if I was 15 minutes late, you'd leave. And then if I arrive late, I'm like, oh, where, where is he? I have to ask him. Did you see a guy over here? Nonsense. <laughs> how do people ever maintain any sort of thing? Would they write each other? But also on this, do you remember? <laughs> Before mobile phones, right? <laughs> at, the, at the time of well, no mobile phones, when you mobile no phones, no biles, <laughs> like, um, none biles. You had to um, when you when you like had a friend. God forbid if you wanted to talk to a girl during oh. school, and you thought I'm and gonna father would answer. You'd have to call the home, oh. and you'd have because. Like, if you're, like, let's say 14 years old, you're not answering the phone. You're not the first answerer. You're not the first responder of the house. Especially at, like, 7.30, like, post-in. They're like, who the hell is calling? So they're already like, hello? Like, and then then they have this, like, sort of, like, like already animosity towards you. And you're a stranger. And you have to be, like, and you have to say, set things. You got to say, hi, is Sophie there? You had to be like, hi, my name is, (laughs) I'd like to speak to, because you're in like the upper echelon of like manners, so you're throwing everything in. (laughs) I'd like to speak to you, please, thank you. And then there's also this fear that they're on the other line and listening to your conversations. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. It was... It was terrifying. Terrifying. Oh. Woe betide any man who stumbled over a telephone greeting. You'd be kicked out of the... House immediately. I don't know matter like how anyone before like our age because thank God we got mobile phones with the, you know like early teens like you know ish. Well, actually, I would say it's uh, 
affected my literacy horrible because mm. I used to read a lot of books on the toilet. Was it li- literacy horrible? Also, like <laughs> no, it's affected my literacy, literacy levels horribly. Horribly. horribly yes. Yes. Well, there you go. Case yeah. in point, <laughs> Case listeners. I used to read a lot of uh, books. I think, I think that's what I was like. In summing up, it's the constitution. It's Marbo. It's justice. It's law. It's the vibe and. Uh, no, that's it. It's the vibe. Yeah, I think horribly. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to read a lot of books, Snaggy. Stop it. I was a bookworm. Mm. I can read. And, mm. uh, you know, I used to uh, take them into the bathroom. I spent half an hour, 45 minutes getting lost in a wonderful world of non-fiction or fictional, you know, mm. universe. And now it's just I just read dumb stuff that other people have sent me. And Yeah, but now also, like, you're probably the most um, sort of active person that I know on all the socials, like you know, all all the all the social pipes, all the pipes, because you got like obviously like uh, people that knew you before I did, like and you had this blog, the the punk blog. What was it? What you? Well, it was a it was a punk hardcore message board I used to post. On. Yeah, 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 and that was like something that I'd be like, you know, good times, good internet times. What was your name on that? No, I can't. Remember. I can't remember. It was, but it was nonsense. Uh, it was rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but things like that. Now you like obviously Instagram. Uh, I don't use Instagram, but like Twitter. Me. You're on Twitter. You got a Twitter handle. I do. I do. What's your Twitter handle? Just so wolf people. singlet. For anyone interested, my wolf Twitter singlet. handle is wolf. I was wearing a singlet with a picture of a wolf on it at the time. And I'm also I in- miss that singlet. Liam, can I got to ask you what has Liam been tweeting lately? Well, now. Not much actually, because <laughs> the Rugby League World Cup has been on, and that's been occupying all of my Twitter feed. Yeah, but. This is not a footy podcast, Nagy, no, so not. I will uh, take it outside the realms of footy for a bit. Now, what I've been tweeting about this week, yeah, Kraft Peanut Butter. Okay. We all know, we all love Kraft Peanut Butter. It's a yeah. wonderful product. I've got some at home. So do I. Mine's yeah. empty, actually. I need it. My Shit, two, can we my... pop into Woolies on the way? All yeah, right. we can. Sorry, we digress. <laughs> Kraft Peanut Butter was recently purchased and yeah. taken over by the Bega Cheese Company, and I say that is absolutely grouse. A good Australian company. Hang on, Kraft is Australian? No, no, no. No, Kraft isn't Australian, oh, but the peanut be- butter yeah. branch of Kraft yeah. is now owned by Bega. A cheese company. The cheese company, which is a huge deal for me because I love on toast peanut butter and cheese. Mm. So if they can bring the two together at last, that'll be really However. Stop, 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 stop. I'll hold you right there. Just say that again so I can give you the- I adore more than anything almost. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. And on toast. Mm-hmm. So you butter it. Yeah. Get the butter nice and melty. Peanut butter it. Get the peanut butter nice and melty. Sure. Then you slap on a good slice of a nice strong vintage cheddar. Oh, you like a sharp cheddar? I love a sharp cheddar. Yeah, it's because you taste buds. Like I use, I use Colby more often than not because it's a, a more... Uh, it's a melter. It's, it's a, a melter. It's a melter. I love the melters. Yeah. But ideally, if I were to get a cheese just for putting on peanut butter on toast, yeah. it's got to be an extra sharp vintage. And so Bega, yeah. the great cheese purveyors mm-hmm. from the at, you know this, the town of the same name, they now mm. own Kraft. Isn't that bloody brilliant? It is great. It's grouse. It's fantastic. Yeah. So hang on, they own the whole Kraft? Kraft is now under, or just the peanut butter? Oh, I didn't look into it that much. Oh, you, All I saw was Bega owns Kraft peanut butter. <laughs> but they yeah. did keep the logo... That's in the shape of craft, did but get, it says bigger. But did we get Vegemite back? Oh, I don't care. I hate that stuff. <laughs> really? Oh, terrible. But what about Vegemite and cheese? Vegemite well, avocado. Vegemite with anything. You just don't like it? I don't care for it. Yeah. It's, that's brewers, it's spent brewer's yeast. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> but that's also some sort of... That's the hard-working nature of, this, of, the, the, of the city, of the, of the country. You know, that we're, we're just going to take the muck... <laughs> and put it on our toes. Fair call, yeah, no fair call. It's it's the ultimate Aussie battler spread. Yeah, I don't know. The, the would have been a battler's battler that started putting <laughs> on that toast. 
would have been at a brewery somewhere and they would have gone like, have you seen what Mick's putting on there? It was like, he's like, I'll tell you what, I was cleaning it up. and then I, I, I dro- just feel like it's, yeah, lazy brewery dropped his toast. He's dropped his toast. Into the yeast. Toast, uh, there's a bit of toast politics going on. Um, when I say going on, I mean going on just around me. Cause <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll affect me, so yeah. bring it up. Well, it's 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 sort of like the, the, the toast, how do you like? You know, like, uh, you have had ghost like, toast. Do you like a burned brown? Let's say ghost toast is one, and uh, like, uh, like most, like the edges is black is a five. Where do you sit in the toast schedule? Two and a half to three. Two and a half. No, to three. actually, probably yeah, three to three and a half. <laughs> Mine would be one to one and a half. Right? Like, so you're a ghosty. I'm a ghosty. All right, yeah, interesting. And uh, I know my good friend Zach. I wish Lock- you told me this before we started this podcast, <laughs> and I could have not done this. Zach Lachlan, a uh, good friend of mine. Hates me for it. That he's like, he's like, that's not actual toast. You've just warmed the bread. See, now that is funny because one of my good memories of Zach Lachlan mm. is him talking about how he likes his steaks, and he says, "What do you say?" He said, uh, "Slap the cow in the ass, walk it past the grill. That's how I want it cooked." <laughs> and so you're saying to me, Naggy, yeah. is that with toast? With toast, he's quite the opposite. It's quite opposite. Yeah, it is. It's quite the opposite. Isn't he that likes strange. He likes to. But the, I tell you what, when you want ghost toast, if you go a little bit over, it's fine. Because you, you're still in that realms of toast. But if you like it quite well done, and then you go over, you've ruined the toast. Well, no, I like it a bit more well done because it holds more heat and it makes for better melting yeah. for the butter and for the peanut butter and, and such. And the cheese. And the cheese. <laughs> oh, but um, but look, that's not all I was tweeting about this week. Now. What else now, were you tweeting about, Liam? Actually, it was about sandwiches again. <laughs> um, so I pretty much tweeted about rugby league and sandwiches. But yep. the other one I tweeted about now, occasionally, you know, if I've had... A night drinking, whatever, and I'll I'll order some greasy food. Some and uh, you're only human. I'm yeah. only human. Thank yeah. you. And so, leftover in the fridge will be maybe some chicken and some potatoes. And uh. I've um, tweeted that sometimes you feel like a grilled cheese, but there's leftover hot chips, and the Batuta headline writes itself. Yeah, because you'll see what I did is I prepared a grilled cheese with two slices of okay. cheese with the chips inside the grilled cheese. Liam, you know I love you. We're gonna have to stop you there. Why the hell are you keeping hot chips the next day? Well, I got them from Domino's. and we, Obviously, with Domino's, they have a certain delivery Domino's? limit. Have Domino's have been doing chips for at least seven years. It's They're wonderful. They're really good. No, sorry. But hang They're on. They're always no, 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 like, hang on. I've got to stop you again. So, you've got the chips. I've got the chips. You've eaten the amount of chips that satisfies your hunger at the well, time. Well, I always get them with a pizza, so I can't eat a whole serving of chips with an entire pizza and usually no some one's chicken asked, kickers. No, no one's asking you for So, this. I put them in the fridge. but <laughs> And then I pull them out the next day. They don't re- slap them between some slices of cheese in some bread in the toaster. Your whole, like, psyche of life is to do things between in a toasty which i love about more so actually yes to an extent yeah. but i more strictly adhere to putting potato in everything yeah okay so yes i try and put as much in a sandwich as i can but putting potato on stuff will always come number first i just love how the fact that you can take the cold chips out of the fridge reheat them in a sandwich no, no, no. yeah you reheat them in the yeah, sandwich in the sandwich yeah, yeah. but then it, the, the thought of vegemite is just <laughs> just beyond disgusting <laughs> you have a very odd palate and a very odd mind but also <laughs> that's, yes. that's why we enjoy your company liam <laughs> just the realms of the the realms of i think the, you're mixing up your words there again naggy yeah. sorry naggy just said enjoy you meant to say tolerate I tolerate i tolerate you <laughs> I tolerate you, Frank. Uh, <laughs> it's like the, the if I looked into your mind, like if I had a, like just a glimpse in there, it'd like be the, that that the picture of the stairs that go like to all to the same spot. Like you mean the, crazy stairs? Crazy stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, very good. Nailed it. And there's also <laughs> Crazy Stairs was our uh, phrase of the week. Phrase so of the week. Crazy favorite. Stairs, ladies and gentlemen. Try and work it into every conversation you have this week. <laughs> Crazy, the craziest of all the stairs. But I tell you what, Liam, this has been another great pleasure into the realms of your mind, which has only been about food. <laughs> it's mostly going to be about food. But I tell you what, you have to eat. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm someone, only human. Someone told me once that it was like talking about like people that are like, I don't know how they could live on the street and stuff. I was like, oh, someone was like, oh, well, you're only ever two paychecks away from being homeless. And then I was like, I was like, oh, that's something. Like, but I was like, you only have two meals away from being starving as well. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the assumption that you're going to be eating these large. That's little, very philosophical. Of it me, is, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Do we have a thing? Oh, do we have a philosopher's well, button? <laughs> no, I don't yeah. think. But we could probably just, it's probably just the vibe again. Um, <laughs> Boom. That's, That's very long. Mind exploding and <laughs> splatting everywhere else. Putting it on toes. We gotta we gotta cut down the button news. <laughs> yeah. But we have a very special show next week. Oh in absolutely a, an enormous in, show. In one fortnight from, from today. Um we have some special guests. We've got some guests on, Liam. Wonderful guests. Yes. Now Let's, you all remember the ballad of Joey Johns. Yeah. You know, Front runner for the Aries this year. Absolutely ripper song, actually. The greatest Newcastle song I've heard since yeah. the, the Newcastle whoa, 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 whoa. And that pretty much went on like that. And that, <laughs> they're about the only two Newcastle songs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the boys from Nah, mate. Check them out if you haven't listened to them. Nah, mate. They're doing a lot of good stuff around uh, Newcastle Knights music. Yeah. And we'll uh, be having those boys on for a bit of a chinwag. They've got some big news for us, I think, Nagy. Very big news. So very big news. It's going to be very exciting to have them on. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it greatly. And oh, absolutely. And I'm looking forward to having you back, Liam. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone else out there. <laughs> we love you to bits. But uh, we'll be back in a fortnight with uh, some very special guests. And uh, look out for us on the social pipes as well as uh, the the i i what's it called iTunes 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 I choose to, to listen, listen to, to this the oh, Mad uh, Monday. Oh, there we go. Stop this. All right. Thank you very much, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure.